Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is being brought to you by Busey Bank. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I'll be positive because, you know, we we missed him greatly this year. You know, we missed his size. We missed his, you know, him pushing the break. You know, we got a little bit slower second half of the season. Uh, we missed his uh, eight attempts per game from a three at 42%. So uh, we're missing him, but we have to obviously pay attention to what's going on there. and We'll try to figure it out this summer. Arturis Karnaschovas talking about what's going on with Lonzo Ball and how the Bulls missed him for a big portion of the season and clearly him not being available for the playoffs is a big deal. I got home last night after we were done playing softball and caught up on what happened in in the White Sox game, caught up what happened in the Cubs game, was getting ready to to get the ice out because your boy's 46 and was playing shortstop last night. And I felt every every inning of of that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do these, these ice bags, take a warm shower, go to bed. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see Cap has tweeted out from his show, Unfiltered, over on NBC Sports Chicago, him and Casey Johnson talking about Lonzo Ball. And I was like, oh, so, like, we need to really talk about this. This was yesterday on NBC Sports Chicago, Cap and KC, where Cap asked KC to respond to reports about the severity of Lonzo Ball's injury and whether or not he's going to be back soon. They need to address their bench depth. They need to address shooting. I would prefer to see some more rim protection on this roster even though I'm terrible at the GM thing. So, yeah, they, they've got plenty of needs. And, look, this is not an ideal situation. You've got your starting backcourt experiencing knee issues this summer with Zach Levine, who they hope to obviously retain unrestricted free agency, going to be having a scope at some point in the near future here. The Lonzo situation is puzzling and has been from the jump because, from what I understand, the meniscus surgery went well. It's the bone bruise that's lingering 
and causing the pain whenever he ramps up those workouts. Now, Alonzo told us in his exit interview meeting in, in late April that he was planning on visiting a specialist. I'm told at, th- at this point the, the, the plan is similar to be, you know, rest, treatment. But, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. You, you've signed this guy to be a focal point of your organization, and he obviously played at a high level in the 35 games that he did play. And he needs to be your starting point guard next season, so he needs to get healthy. Lonzo's money is guaranteed, and the Bulls do not have, as you mentioned before, in the cap situation, a lot of cap room. They will be likely using exceptions, particularly if they try to retain Zach Levine in unrestricted free agency. So this is a team that is likely going to be operating over the cap, which just means they can address roster spots with salary cap exceptions, the mid-level exception. They do have that trade exception from the Daniel Tice move that expires worth five million dollars but yeah this is going to be a this is going to be a thread the needle type offseason for this front office no doubt i was not thinking that it's a thread the needle offseason for the bulls ray you just did the facepalm thing this this doesn't feel good does it it doesn't feel good particularly because the way the bulls addressed the last offseason was also thread the needle if you if you were to describe it. So we're gonna thread the needle again, like two years in a row, with a team that kind of reached a point. Cool progress. You made the playoffs, but it's not enough. Ooh. Yeah, my feeling about it was, was some of the things that KC was talking about. You've got health questions in your backcourt, and you are committed with one guy and you're thinking about committing big dollars to the other guy. That strikes me as being problematic. My hope is that Lonzo is fine and there's there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. That would be great because I do think that they miss Lonzo Ball for reasons that KC pointed out, for reasons that AK pointed out, this team in transition with Lonzo Ball as their point guard, pretty spectacular. He also gives them some three-point shooting. They have a lot of work. Like, it's so crazy. The Bulls took a major jump from what they were at the end of last season to where they are at the end of this season. And we all enjoyed it. I I think that I came away from watching what the Bulls did with a net positive. Yes, I'm disappointed in how they played in the playoffs. Yes, I'm disappointed how they played in the second half of the season. Not second half. Post-All-Star break. I'm disappointed in how they played. But overall, I thought it was a very good season. And sometimes you need a little space and room away to make proclamations like that. But what the post-All-Star break Bulls looked like and what the playoff Bulls looked like lent credence to the fact that this is an imperfect roster. And knowing that they probably don't they're already spending so much money on the guys that they they use to get from point A. Let's not even call it point B. I think they're probably to point C. From the end of last season to this season, 
But now you look up and go, you see how far they have to go. They've traveled a really long way. But when you start comparing them to other teams that are championship level, you go, I don't know if if you've got what you need at this point. And then you add to it that you're dealing with your starting backcourt having injury concerns. I'm this is why, like to me, this is why I bristle when people tell me, oh, well, Zach's just gonna get a scope and everything's gonna be fine. That's what you thought about Lonzo, too. You thought that, oh, well, he'll be out and he'll make it back in time for the playoffs. Not only did he not make it back for the playoffs, but we're now in the offseason, and it's like, is there? does he need to go see another specialist? And with Zach, you know that there's already been damage to his knees. So, yeah, I... I saw on the uh, on the Sox post game last night or pregame last night that they they had they have an actual panic meter. When it comes to the Bulls, I was already like looking at this offseason like man, there are some things that this team needs to do. But I got to tell you that seeing that and seeing KC respond to it the way that he did. My antennas are up now. This seems problematic. So I would say that if I was going to use the bull's panic meter on a scale of of 0 to 10, 0 being no panic at all, and, and 10 being, ah! I was at like a 2, and now I'm at a 4. That's where I'm at right now. With the Bulls panic meter. So I just wanted to let you know that this stuff was out there about Lonzo. And we'll see what the Bulls have to do. They still gotta they still gotta get tougher interior defense and three point shooting. And apparently they're gonna have to get that with like exceptions. Not a great place to be shopping. All right. Since we're doing basketball, my top five is actually basketball-related. Ray, hit it! Five, one, two, three, four, five! Top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. But since the day is Tuesday, it doesn't matter in the slightest. Top five Tuesdays. I've only seen a couple, but that's definitely top five. Is it Tuesday? Can't you ask me an intelligent question? Is this the Lawrence Holmes Show? Then it's top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Got it? Good. We have our participants in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. In the East, it's going to be Boston versus Miami. In the West, it's Golden State versus Dallas. I don't know if any of us would have picked this combination of four teams, but these are the four teams that we have. So I thought that I would tell you my top five players that are still left in the NBA playoffs. And let me tell you, the fact that I this one at number five, I it's killing me that I had to put this guy on this list. Number five. 
Bogdanovich can't answer. Hero's got the board. A minute 24 to play. It is the Jimmy Butler Show tonight in South Florida. 45. Highlight courtesy of TNT, Jimmy Butler. He is still one of the best two-way players in the league. I'm very much rooting against him. Does that make me petty? Does that make me petty, LaBelle? Probably. I would very much like for Jimmy Butler to not have a championship. But I can't deny he is one of the best players and his sheer will has been enough to get Miami to this point. Also, I I could have dogged him by putting Tyler Hero on this list instead of him, but that would have been disingenuous, even though Tyler Hero is super important. I should have said Max Struess. That's what I should have said. But no, Jimmy gets to be on the list. Jimmy's new in town. Number four. Boston has 16 assists in this game on their 22-made baskets. Brown three-pointer. Never before. Well, it's multiple driving kicks, which is what Ime Udoka wanted. Multiple driving kicks, and he's getting what he wanted out of his team. He's missed only once, Brown. It's really cool to see players like take that next step in their development. And I think that you're seeing that with the two guys in Boston. Jalen Brown has been fantastic in this playoffs. And he's going to need to continue to be fantastic in these playoffs. And and in the playoffs so far, you're seeing a guy really do some damage, man. Like shooting 36% from outside the arc, averaging 24 points a game. And, And he's so young and he's played so many playoff games so far that he's already like breaking down records and stuff. It's crazy. Like, it's really, really crazy that this 25-year-old has this much experience and you're seeing him flourish and continue to get better, which is always fun to see. Number three. Here's Doncic, the maneuver by Aiden right to the right. And a flush. And he's got now 40 points. Most 40-plus point playoff games by a player the age of 23 or younger. Doncic. Highlight courtesy of TNT. I love watching Luka Doncic do his thing. And I love that one of the things that this kind of signifies is that there's a bit of a changing of the guard in the NBA. That we are now seeing these young, great players take that next step forward in their career. Luka's offensive arsenal is so gorgeous. However you want it, you can get it. And and Luke is not afraid to laugh at you. I appreciated him playing the role of a troll in that closeout game against the Suns. He's got that extra gear, and, and you're seeing it. I think it's a great thing for the NBA, too, that Luka is here, that Jalen Brown is here in these conference finals because we're getting a chance to see that the the league is going to be in good hands for the next few years Giannis is even up out of here and it's not like he's old 
So it's good. Seeing a star player that will, I think, be able to connect with even more fans worldwide on the NBA's biggest stages, I think is a win for all of us who enjoy buckets. And Luka is Luka Cole. Like, let's, he, Luka Cole. Number two. Curry, a little step back on Gordon. Passes another one. Can only admire the greatness of Stephen Curry, whether he's starting, coming off the bench. 34 tonight for Curry. Don't sleep on the fact that Steph Curry is still out here because he will turn your lights out. He did it to Memphis. He is still that dude. For a couple more years, Steph Curry is still that dude. And I I can't wait to see this matchup because I do think that there's going to be opportunities for Steph Curry to do Steph Curry type stuff in this series. I don't think that Klay Thompson is quite what he was, but he's been good enough and Wiggins has been good enough that they've been able to, and Jordan Poole has been good enough that they've been able to recreate some of the magic that these Warriors teams have had over the last five, six years. But don't get it twisted. Don't let the commercials and the smile and the boyish good looks fool you. Steph Curry, a killer. That man, a killer. And you'll see it in the Western Conference Finals. But he's not my number one on this list, even though there could be an argument for it. Number one. Holiday playing physical with Tatum. Tatum on the drive. Lays it in and the foul. Tatum tried to slam it. Somebody got a piece of it. And Jason Tatum with a chance for a three-point play. Those handles really improve. Rejects the pick, drives it, takes some contact from Connaughton. A push from Portis and is able to finish. What Jason Tatum has done during this playoff run by the Celtics is if there's a door that keeps a player, a good player from being great, he's been pushing it open. And he's like, I know that there are a lot of great players around here, but I I would like to announce myself. And that's what he's done. Being able to match Giannis big shot for big shot in that series, being able to take over games, being able to win on the road convincingly. I'm so impressed with what I'm seeing from Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as a, a duo. What they've done, what what Ime Udoka, their, their coach, has done with this team since the calendar flipped to 2022. They've been terrifying. And you start looking around, like as a Bulls fan, you start looking around the Eastern Conference and you're like, uh, this is uncomfortable because the Heat are kind of always going to be there because Heat culture and unless Jimmy gets mad at everybody, they'll still be around. Obviously, Joel Embiid is one of the best players in the league. Giannis is the best player in the league. And then you got these two dudes. Oh, yeah, and and LaMelo is down there, and El DeBarge is playing in Atlanta. The struggle is going to be real for the Bulls, but I love when, like, most of the players on this list, 
that I've talked about. I love when guys allow me to reintroduce myself. And that's what Jason Tatum is out here doing. He is out here giving it to you. Like, if you're looking for someone to give you the look of a star in this series, Jason Tatum looks like he's ready to take that next step. And, man, it's so fun. So there's my top five list. Unfortunately, Jimmy is on it, but he deserves to be on it. Then Jalen Brown, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, and Jason Tatum. You don't like my list? Make your own damn list. It's not always going to be breakfast food. Although, maybe it will be again next week. Take a break. I want to get back into some of the Cubs conversation. I saw some really good reaction from people when we were talking about Wilson Contreras via text, which is 312-644-6767. And on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 the score. We'll get back into that next here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. And he drives one in the air to left center field and deep. This ball's back to the wall. It's got a chance. Grand slam. Home run number 100 for Wilson Contreras. And he makes it a grand slam home run. How about that? 
have an inning, Wilson Contreras to start the game. Highlight courtesy of the score. Pat and Ron on the call. Grand slam from Wilson Contreras last night. He had a wonderful night. He's off to an incredible season. That's been one of the more fun things to see about the Cubs this season. And the last week of Cubs baseball has been good. They've been 5-2 and two in their last seven games. But seeing Wilson Contreras succeed the way that he has leaves people with a lot of feelings. And I, and I think that because he's such an emotional guy, it, it allows other people to be emotional too. And you start thinking about the end of all of this. By the way, if you were wondering, like the slash line on Wilson Contreras, man, 283-397-906. Five home runs, 14 RBIs, having a hell of a year to start things off for the Cubs. When we were talking about Wilson Contreras earlier and kind of what this feels like for Cub fans to detach from the success that this team has had over the last six years and seeing players go to other places. Bryant's been hurt in Colorado, and it does feel like he was like, I just want to get paid the most amount of money and deal with the the least amount of drama. And Colorado, what was that? Denver's like an hour flight to Las Vegas or whatever. It's like, I'm good. I'll just... This sounds like a great idea. Baez went to a place where I think they're trying to compete, but they still don't have enough pieces to do it, and he struggled. Schwarber's in a place where they're clearly trying to compete, and he's been on the struggle bus for the last couple of weeks, still hitting below 200. Rizzo found a home with the Yankees, I think it's not just a great ballpark for him, but it puts him in a division of great ballparks for him. And he's had success. And here's Wilson Contreras. So you got Contreras and Hayward and Hendricks. And you're looking at those guys like his central figures to the Cubs like World Series success. Hayward's at the end of his career. Hendricks is still a really good pitcher. And I do wonder, like, is it tempting for them to be like, well, who wouldn't want a guy like Kyle Hendricks in their rotation? Wilson is a whole different deal. It's a guy that's still young, that's still lively, that's still getting around well, and who's hitting well. I was looking through some of the responses when we were talking with Rossi, and then we talked a little bit about Wilson, this texter from 630 says, Lawrence, I think they can absolutely build around a catcher like Wilson. Look at what the Cardinals have done with Molina. Sure, he's not the best player in the league, but he was the right guy to build a team around and a pitching staff around. I hate the Cardinals, but I would gladly take a page out of their book. Yachty's a little bit different. I think that what you saw with the Cardinals over the two decades that Yachty has been there yeah, he's like a template for defensive catching. His offensive numbers, by the way, not that different from A.J. Przinsky's. Put A.J. in the hall. There, I've said it. With Wilson, I think that he's more of an offensive threat 
and he's gotten better defensively as his career has gone on. And I think that if if we were to drop Wilson Contreras into 1990s baseball, he would absolutely be the cornerstone of a team. You go, oh my God, I have an athletic catcher that hits bombs? Yeah, yeah, we want to be strong up the middle. That's how a lot of baseball teams used to talk about building their team. We want a strong catcher, shortstop, second baseman, and center fielder. The things have changed a little bit over the last 25 years, and and even more so like over the last decade. And the Cubs, as an organization, played a big part in how the game has changed and what we assign value to. I still look at Wilson Contreras as being a super valuable player. I I would probably side with the Texans are like, yes, you can rebuild with him. Someone on the Twitch, I, it was a while ago, has said that they're just not sure what the Cubs are doing. I think that that's fair. That you're not sure kind of where things stand. What is it that they're trying to accomplish? Well, I think that they're still in a bit of a teardown, but does that mean that you're not going to spend money on players that have earned it? If we look at... I, You can make the argument against giving the guys that were here money, and I'm pretty sure that the Cubs offered Rizzo more money than what he ended up getting. But with Contreras, and especially now that the DH is a a thing in the National League, what are you better served by? Are you better served by having a player like that and knowing that that spot on the roster is taken care of or flipping him at the trade deadline as you continue to try to start over? This texter says, that the Cubs have not re-signed Contreras is shameful. They have not re-signed a key player since the Ricketts family took over the franchise. Well, remember, they had all those guys basically on rookie deals. And they were able to get away with it. And it hurts. Like In trying to assess where you're at, like as Cubs fans, it's been interesting. Like even your interest in segments like this. Like, I pay attention to that type of stuff. And when we put, we'll put out, you know, the Cubs video later on today on Twitter of what Rossi was saying about Willie. I know that you're in a strange place. And I'm not even sure that that I can define the place that you're in. It's, it's why I think that you should take joy in seeing them play well like they've done this past week. But I also understand you punting and being like, Are they doing enough to hold me as a fan? And when you see the other guys, and and remember, most of the other guys are struggling or hurt. You can understand why the team felt vindicated in their decision to not go up and above the dollar amount just because those players had won a World Series. 
In Willie's case, he's still producing. And as much as all of this this hurts, like when when he's traded, if he's traded, like I think it's gonna hurt, hurt. Because you could hear in his voice that being a Cub matters to him. And I I wonder about all of this stuff. Like, it's clear that the other guys were like, yes, it means something to me. But maybe I can go find my fortune elsewhere. And maybe the solace of being in anonymity in Denver. Like, when, Ray, when I saw that Chris Bryant is signed in Denver, I was like, what you doing? Yeah, it's it's strange a little bit, but you know, for a guy like him, I guess if if anybody's going to do it, it makes sense that Chris Bryant would be cool with going to a market where the spotlight isn't always on him. The spotlight will never be That's on right. him. There. That's right. It'll never be on him. They're not going to win anything. No, the team isn't going to do anything and if he's able to stay healthy and produce, sure, he'll be in some all-star games and things like that. And that's about maybe, it. Maybe it's enough. Like, And look, he's already won a World Series. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, He's already got all the hardware. He's got even the personal hardware. Maybe he's just like, you know what I like doing? Playing baseball for a lot of money. I don't even really care where I play it. That's one thing when, you know, his dad was making the rounds doing interviews during, well, well, Chris Bryant was still on the team. He said that essentially it wasn't fun to play baseball anymore. Right. So maybe this was the escape from the day-to-day grind he was looking for, right. kind of. Maybe, maybe Chris Bryant is taking a sabbatical. And maybe two years from now, if he's still healthy, he says to Colorado, if you guys want to move me. You can move me. This texter says, trade Willie and then sign him back. Okay, but there's inherent risk there. The risk is he gets traded to a place that's a contender, and then the contender is like, you know what we could use? More Wilson Contreras. And Wilson Contreras could say, you know what I like to do? I like to win. I like winning baseball. I found that that is something that is enjoyable to me is winning baseball game. It's so it's a wild thing, man. Like to think about where the Cubs were and where they are. And thinking about like Cub fans maybe having to say goodbye again. Like that even though Jason Hayward has been a, a good Cub, a great defender, fantastic teammate, the offensive production is like completely tumbled and People resent that he makes the salary that he makes. Jason Hayward will be a guy that when he comes back, like for the 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 10-year reunion in 2026, people are like, oh, man, I love me some Jason Hayward. But now they're like, get him on up out of here. But with Wilson Contreras, it's like, man, I, that's a good player. That's a good young player, young enough player. And like he said, I've been in this organization for 14 years. That's wild. 
I hope that he gets what he wants and Cubs fans get what they want. But I'm not I, – I think what they want and what they deserve, quite frankly, is you should be competing. Are you going to do what it takes to compete? And I don't think that – this is my view of what I'm, I'm getting from you. You, the Cub fan. You're the Cubs. Like, like the new Cubs. You don't need to be taking – five years to burn it down and build it back up. I think you have a right to be jealous and look at the Yankees and go, hold on, and look at the Dodgers and be like, yeah, that's what I want. I want them to keep spending money. Oh, there's a great player that's available. Let's trade for them and then give them money. I saw something on social media before the show. It has since been making the rounds. Um, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I'll do that next here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Earlier today, Tariq Cohen was doing a live training session that he was streaming. And he was doing some drills I'm sure trying to show people how healthy he is now. Trying to get his NFL career back on track. He wrote that really beautiful essay for the Players' Tribune last week talking about the what he would tell his younger self. He injured himself. Non-contact. There's a loud pop. As he's going through one of the drills, he grabbed the bottom of his right leg. I mean, it for for what it looked like on the stream, it looked like he had popped his Achilles. I mean, I he's been through a lot. Like his own injury stuff. You add in the personal stuff, it's it's really, really too bad. And it's like you feel like he's been in the Bears like sphere for a really long time he's 26 years old and now he's going to have to fight through this and returning from Achilles for a guy that is all about shiftiness and being able to have some of that wiggle you were thinking that maybe he wasn't going to be able to show some of those flashes that that got him to the Pro Bowl as a returner forever but to see him suffer an injury like this as he's trying to position himself to come back is really, really horrible. I hope that it's not as bad as it looks. I hope that he can get his NFL career back on track if that's what he wants to do. And if he doesn't, I hope that he figures out something that does bring him the same level of joy. But it just it just really stinks. We'll talk with Parkins and Spiegel next here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.